The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We have reached the midpoint of the week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, July 6th, 2022, Wednesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2, and Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the optional memorial of St. Maria Goretti, Virgin and Martyr. She was born in 1890, the daughter of a poor Italian tenant farmer. She had no chance to go to school, never learned to read or write. On a hot afternoon in July, Maria was sitting at the top of the stairs of her house mending a shirt, not quite 12 years old. A cart stopped outside and a neighbor, 18-year-old Alessandro, ran up the stairs. He seized her, pulled her into a bedroom. She struggled and tried to call for help. No, God does not wish it, she cried out. It is a sin. You would go to hell for it. Alessandro began striking at her blindly with a long dagger. Maria's last hours were marked by concern about where her mother would sleep, forgiveness of her murderer, and her devout welcoming of Viaticum, her last Holy Communion. She died about 24 hours after the attack. Alessandro was sentenced to 30 years in prison. One night he had a dream or vision of Maria gathering flowers and offering them to him. His life changed. When he was released after 27 years, his first act was to beg the forgiveness of Maria's mother. At Maria's canonization, a 66-year-old, Alessandro Serenelli, knelt among the quarter-million people and cried tears of joy. St. Maria Goretti died in 1902. St. Maria Goretti, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the elderly who represent the roots and memory of a people May their experience and wisdom help young people to look towards the future with hope and responsibility. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. The Gospel is really an inspiring book, the most inspiring in whole history, because it's the life of Jesus Christ. It's your life, my Lord, coming to this world. And uh, everything you said, everything you did, is, is touching us, is moving us to be better. But I think the gospel is also very inspiring because of people around you, interacting with you, 
in different ways. Sometimes we see humility. Many times we see the lack of uh, mercy, and then you bring mercy to those people that are abandoned. And sometimes there are funny miracles. And today, in the gospel, we have a funny miracle, I think. Because we see a woman, the gospel says that she was sick with a hemorrhage for 12 years, which is a lot. We've been in quarantine for four months, and it looks like an eternity of, uh, of time. And uh, anyway, this woman, 12 years, sick. And then she had a great idea. Instead of talking to you, my Lord, she was trying to steal, so to speak, a miracle. She thought, if I only touch his garment, I shall be made well. I shall be cleaned and healed just touching you, my Lord. Such a beautiful prayer. I want to repeat it right now. Jesus, I want to just to get closer to you. Every time I get closer to you, something great happens. Your grace is so powerful that even just with a mere contact with you, I can be changed. Thank you, my Lord, for that. But the other thing that I really like about this woman is her humility. Because many times, Jesus, I want to be honest with you. When I feel nasty, when I feel unbearable, it is very difficult to pray. And uh, it is an interior battle for me sometimes to come back to you when I don't feel like doing it. Because I think that you despise me. And this is a horrible temptation. You are a doctor. The other day I was reading uh, an advertisement in the city where I live. I was driving. And maybe because of this quarantine and the coronavirus, some hospitals are requiring for more doctors and nurses. And the advertisement said something like, um, the joy of being needed. And it looked like uh, it was an advertisement for nurses. And it is true. There is a real joy when we are needed, when we can give something to others. But it is very difficult to put ourselves on the other side of the coin, on the other side of the equation. What about the joy of being helped? That's way more difficult than giving. And maybe this is precisely what our Lord is asking you to discover. The joy of being helped. What about that? Are you happy when you experience your limitations? Are you happy when someone can show some mercy towards you? It requires a lot of humility, a lot of simplicity in our hearts. There is this famous quote by Pope Francis saying that uh, he understands the church, or he likes the church, as a hospital in a battlefield. And you think about an ER doctor, always with the hands dirty with blood and a hectic existence, but with the excitement of helping others, saving lives. And it's awesome if you have this vocation of being a doctor. But maybe, again, we can put ourselves on the other side. What about being a patient? What about appreciating love that is unexpected, that comes from the outside? What about receiving some help that we don't like to receive because we think that we are self-sufficient or that we are mature enough? That's a huge step towards our goal in holiness. At the end of our lives, we will discover that it's not that God has been helping us for a while or here and there. We will see you, my Lord, sustaining us all the way along, all the way towards heaven from the very beginning of my existence. So maybe it's time to think about it and to be very grateful. There's nothing humiliating in knowing that we are dependent 100% on Jesus Christ and on other people. 
We are dependent. We need them. And this is good because it makes us more humble, more understandable, more grateful. Mother Teresa of Calcutta gave a lot and gave her own life billion times just to serve the poorest of the poor. But if you read about her life, you will discover that there was an interior battle parallel to the other one that was external. And it is awesome to discover that the saints had struggles, right? And she said that uh, from the very beginning of her vocation, especially when she started dedicating herself to the poor, she had or she experienced what it is called as the dark night of the soul. A moment of darkness interiorly, a lack of a hope and faith, so to speak, when our Lord asks you to make steps in the midst of this kind of an unknown. And she said that specifically what she felt was that Jesus was rejecting her, that she was kind of a nasty in the eyes of Jesus. This was the temptation that she experienced. Of course, this was not reality, but she experienced that very, very hardly for many years in darkness. And then later, meditating on that and through the help given to her by the Holy Spirit, she understood that it was part of a becoming a good shepherd for her flock. In other words, she said that God was transforming her precisely to understand people that are dejected that are abandoned. And then because she interiorly was going through the same thing, through the same process, she was able to engage with those guys in the streets. And she understood perfectly what was going on in their hearts. So there was a lesson from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus Christ, from you, my Lord, molding her, shaping her character in order to be precisely a good instrument in your hands. So the gospel continues, and Jesus noticed that uh, some grace came out of him. And then he turned, and the woman, very embarrassed in front of everybody, a crowd was surrounding Jesus, the woman knelt down and said, I'm sorry, I took advantage of you, Jesus. I just, I thought that just touching you would be okay, and, and I can see our Lord with a huge smile, saying, that's so funny, you're so great. Go, your faith has saved you. You're great. I'm so happy to help you just with my presence. Of course, I would rather like to, to have a dialogue with you if we had time later or whatever, because I, I am not just a machine of a miracle machine. But, but I am happy that you came with such a confidence from behind. I am impressed with your faith. Don't be ashamed of your limitations. Don't be ashamed of your shortcomings. I really like you. I am a doctor. I have joy in helping you. This is my mission. This is my food to accomplish the will of my father. And my father wants you to be really happy. So put aside all those things that maybe embarrassed you and, and make you feel like a, yeah, like a loser and understand that I really want to accompany you through this process of purification. Jesus, help me, because sometimes it is difficult. In this society where we have mirrors all over the place, in a society where we grade ourselves in Instagram, in Snapchat, in Facebook, where everything is about the feedback, it is so difficult to show myself in front of you as I am, or even in front of others. It is so difficult to accept mercy. And at the same time, it's what makes us human. 
and also as Mother Teresa of Calcutta makes us good instruments to understand other people's limitations. So it's a, a whole deal of knowledge and um, and wisdom in making these steps towards accepting myself as I am. Not in the sense of, okay, nothing happens. No, maybe I need to change. But it is through you and with you that I change, not by myself, not in front of myself. Sometimes I have the temptation of judging myself too hardly. And then there is tension. And this is absurd because our Lord is not about tension. San Jose Maria, the founder of Opus Dei, said that if there is any tension in your thoughts, you can be sure that those thoughts don't come from God. They come either from Satan or from yourself. I want to have peace. I brought you peace, says the Lord. Peace be with you. So my Lord, help me to be like this woman, funny in front of you with my defects, and humble enough to approach you. And then she was the real one that was touched by you. And she changed. My mother, Blessed Virgin Mary, I'm sure that you, after that encounter, maybe your son kept walking because he needed to go somewhere, but I'm sure that you talked to her longer. And maybe you had lunch together and you were laughing, remembering her fears, and then you encouraged her to be very confident in God the Father and in Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit. So my mother helped me to be touched by your son as this funny woman in the gospel of today. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Wednesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time, July 6th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer as we join with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. 
for he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let, Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. 
In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil, planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit? You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in him. From the second book of Samuel, the Lord's anger against Israel flared again, and he incited David against the Israelites by prompting him to number Israel and Judah. Accordingly, the king said to Job and the leaders of the army who were with him, Tour all the tribes of Israel from Dan to Beersheba and register the people, that I may know their number. Job said to the king, May the Lord your God increase the number of people a hundredfold for your royal majesty to see it with his own eyes. But why does it please my lord the king to order a thing of this kind? The king, however, overruled Job and the leaders of the army, so they left the king's presence in order to register the people of Israel. Afterward, however, David regretted having numbered the people and said to the Lord, I have sinned grievously in what I have done. But now, Lord, forgive the guilt of your servant, for I have been very foolish. When David rose in the morning, the Lord had spoken to the prophet Gad, 
David's seer, saying, Go and say to David, This is what the Lord says. I offer you three alternatives. Choose one of them, and I will inflict it on you. Gad then went to David to inform him. He asked, Do you want a three years' famine to come upon your land, or to flee from your enemy three months while he pursues you, or to have a three days' pestilence in your land? Now consider and decide what I must reply to him who sent me. David answered Gad, I am in a very serious difficulty. Let us fall by the hand of God, for he is most merciful. But let me not fall by the hand of man. Thus David chose the pestilence. Now it was the time of the wheat harvest when the plague broke out among the people. The Lord sent a pestilence over Israel from morning until the time appointed and 70,000 of the people from Dan to Beersheba died. But when the angel stretched forth his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord regretted the calamity and said to the angel, causing the destruction among the people, Enough now, stay your hand. The angel of the Lord was then standing at the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel who was striking the people, he said to the Lord, It is I who have sinned, it is I, the shepherd, who have done wrong. But these are sheep. What have they done? Punish me and my kindred. On the same day, Gad went to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for fifty silver shekels. And David built an altar there to the Lord and offered holocausts and peace offerings. The Lord granted relief to the country, and the plague was checked in Israel. The Word of the Lord Remember, O Lord, your covenant, and say to the destroying angel, Enough, now hold back your hand. Lest, Lest you ravage, ravage the, the land, land and, and destroy, destroy all the people. It was I who sinned, I who did wrong. But these sheep, what have they done? Lord, I beg you to turn your anger away from your people. Lest, lest you, you ravage, ravage the land and, and destroy, destroy all the people. A reading from the ancient document entitled, The Teaching of the Twelve Apostles. Celebrate the Eucharist as follows. Say over the cup. We give you thanks, Father, for the holy vine of David, your servant, which you made known to us through Jesus, your servant. To you be glory forever. Over the broken bread say, We give you thanks, Father, for the life and the knowledge which you have revealed to us through Jesus, your servant. To you be glory forever. As this broken bread scattered on the mountains was gathered and became one, so too May your church be gathered together from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. For glory and power are yours, through Jesus Christ, forever. Do not let anyone eat or drink of your Eucharist, except those who have been baptized in the name of the Lord. For the statement of the Lord applies here also. Do not give to dogs what is holy. 
When you finish the meal, offer thanks in this manner. We thank you, Holy Father, for your name which you enshrined in our hearts. We thank you for the knowledge and faith and immortality which you revealed to us through your servant Jesus. To you be glory forever. Almighty Ruler, you created all things for the sake of your name. You gave men food and drink to enjoy, so that they might give you thanks. Now you have favored us, through Jesus your servant, with spiritual food and drink, as well as eternal life. Above all, we thank you because you are mighty. To you be glory forever. Remember, Lord, your church, and deliver her from all evil. Perfect her in your love, and once she has been sanctified, gather her together from the four winds into the kingdom which you have prepared for her. For power and glory are yours forever. May grace come, and this world pass away. Hosanna to the God of David. If anyone is holy, let him come. If anyone is not, let him repent. Maranatha. Amen. On the Lord's day when you have been gathered together, break bread and celebrate the Eucharist. But first confess your sins, so that your offering may be pure. If anyone has a quarrel with his neighbor, that person should not join you until he has been reconciled. Your sacrifice must not be defiled. In this regard, the Lord has said, In every place and time, offer me a pure sacrifice. I am a great king, says the Lord, and my name is great among the nations. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? And the bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is but one bread, we though many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. And the bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Let us pray. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time, July 6, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord calls the Twelve and sends them forth from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And he called his Twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every infirmity. The names of the Twelve Apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, 
Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out, charging them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and preach as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. You know, a very powerful intercessor and one who is often overlooked is none other than St. Joseph. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. He is the prudent and trusted servant whom the Lord placed over his household. The liturgy applies these words to St. Joseph, a faithful and wise father who promptly attends to the needs of the church, that great family of the Lord. It is very pleasing to Jesus that we should get to know Joseph and ask for his help. He is the one Jesus loved as much while he was on earth and loves so much now in heaven. He is the one from whom he learned so much and to whom he talked from the moment he could lisp his own first words. Joseph governed the house of Nazareth with a father's authority. The Holy Family was not only a symbol of the church, but in a certain way contained the church within itself, as a seed contains the tree and a spring contains the river. The Holy House of Nazareth contained the foundations of the nascent church. This is why the Holy Patriarch considers specially entrusted to him the crowds of Christians who go to make up the church. That is to say, this immense family spread throughout the earth, over which, because he is spouse of Mary and father of Jesus Christ, he possesses, so to speak, a father's authority. Thus it is something natural and most worthy of the blessed Joseph that, as he once succored all the needs of the family of Nazareth and surrounded it in a holy fashion with his protection, so now he should encompass the church of Jesus Christ with his heavenly protection and defense. This patronage of the Holy Patriarch over the Universal Church is principally of a spiritual order, but it also extends to the temporal order, as did that of the other Joseph, son of Jacob, who was called by the King of Egypt, Savior of the world. Saints and good Christians of all centuries have had recourse to him. St. Teresa tells of the great devotion she had to St. Joseph and of her own experience of his patronage. I do not remember even now that I have ever asked anything of him which he has failed to grant. I am astonished at the great favors God has bestowed on me through this blessed saint and at the perils from which he has freed me both in body and in soul. To other saints the Lord seems to have given grace to succor us in some of our necessities. But of this glorious saint, my experience is that he succors us in them all and that the Lord wishes to teach us that as he was himself subject to him on earth, for being his guardian and being called his father, he could command him, just so in heaven he still does all that he asks. If I were a person writing with authority, I would gladly describe at length and in the minutest detail the favors which this glorious saint has granted to me and to others. I only beg for the love of God that anyone who does not believe me 
will put what I say to the test, and he will see by experience what great advantages come from his commending himself to this glorious patriarch and having devotion to him. Those who practice prayer should have a special affection for him always. I do not know how anyone can think of the Queen of Angels during the time she suffered so much with the child Jesus without giving thanks to Saint Joseph for the way he helped them. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God, cry aloud to God, that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The water saw you, O God. The water saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea. Your path through the mighty waters. And no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. 
Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For an all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth rejoice. The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. 
The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as was, it was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light, and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders, and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The, the Lord, Lord is King. King. Let, Let the, the earth, earth rejoice. rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution? or hunger, or nakedness, or danger, or the sword. Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will, I will bless, bless the Lord, Lord all, all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All, All my, my life long, glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I, I will bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. The new day is dawning. Wednesday is right on the other side of that door, just waiting for you to make it holy. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid is along a little bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.